Welcome to the Axial Spondyloarthritis Podcast, hosted by me, Jason Sacco. I'm a longtime spondy looking to bring the community closer to give the community a voice. I'll be reaching out to organizations, doctors, nutritionists, and anyone that I think can help increase our spondy quality of life. Enjoy and learn what is available to make your life better. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Axial Spondyloarthritis Podcast. How is everyone doing? I hope everyone is doing fantastic as we head into 2021. It's been a crazy 2020. I think everybody's pretty happy to put that behind and put it to bed and, and move on. A couple housekeeping things I want to take care of first. If everybody would head over to spondypodcast.com and sign up for the newsletter, it'll pop up right when you go onto the website. That would be fantastic and very much appreciated. The numbers have been growing, and now that we've pushed through the new year, let's see those numbers take off again. I have a newsletter coming out, oh, probably March-ish or so. Also, if you're so inclined, click on the Buy Me a Coffee link. Drop $5, $10, whatever. It supports the show. I'm looking to change up a couple big things this upcoming year, and all the support from anybody would be amazing. So with that, on to today's show. When I look at the forums on Facebook for uh, axial spondyloarthritis, ankylosing spondylitis, you know, all of them out there, I see almost across the board the same question come up over and over and over. It says, are there natural treatments? How do I treat this naturally? Well, first, like many episodes, I want to start off by, you know, kind of discussing what axial spondyloarthritis is. And axial spondyloarthritis, it's, it's a form of arthritis that causes inflammation in the joints of the spine. Um, it can come in a non-radiographic form or a radiographic, just means it's visible on x-rays or not visible on x-rays. The joints where the spine meet the pelvis are most affected. The condition may also affect areas where tendons and ligaments attach to bones. It may also cause inflammation in other areas of the body, such as your shoulders, your ribs, your hips, your knees, your feet, your eyes, your jaw, your bowel, and in some cases, maybe even the heart and the lung. It really can affect your whole body, you know, your mental condition, everything. So are there any types of products or, or things that you can do on a more natural basis for it? Well, that's really a major bone of contention because we know if you've got out-of-control inflammation, a biologic is the main thing that will knock that down. I'm a proponent of using a biologic when you're diagnosed if the doctor suggests it, but not everybody wants to, and I want to be respectful of that. So when we look at axial spondyloarthritis, these symptoms that come out, you know, how do we treat them? Now, some of the symptoms that you're going to encounter before we talk about treatments are that morning stiffness, that pain in the lower back before you get going. Uh, maybe you're really sore and stiff at night after you've sat down and, and you're not moving all, all that much. So some other symptoms that might come into play are loss of flexibility, spinal fusion, blurred vision, uh, sensitivity to light, red or watery eyes, eye pain. Reduced lung capacity, difficulty breathing, you know, generally just feeling unwell, and, and then finally, like I said, stomach and bowel problems. So although AS is progressive, you know, not everyone will experience these, you know, this is not just a list to say you're going to get all these. You know, I myself, I have loss of flexibility, spinal fusion, I have blurred vision, red and watery eyes. I don't have constant eye pain. If I get iritis, I do. 
I've been real lucky and I've not had issues with any type of breathing. I, I breathe really well. So that's been really one of my saving graces. Um, but I have, as many of you know, and I've said before, I've had four hip replacements. The last one on my left side didn't go so well. Two nerves were damaged. So now I have really no feeling from my left knee down and a drop foot. That's what really has made, oh, probably the most challenging um, condition to deal with out of all of this is that that drop foot and that lack of control over that lower leg. So let's talk about natural treatments for axial spondyloarthritis. Well, again, it's a chronic condition. There's no cure, but there are some treatments that can help to relieve symptoms of like the pain and the stiffness. And these treatments may, not will, but may reduce flares. Um, you know, and natural treatments may be used on their own or with traditional um, axial spondyloarthritis treatments. So there are 10 natural therapies that I'm going to talk about. Number one is stretching. This is a, I, I think, a must do. I do deep breathing and I try to do stretching every morning. You know, I just sit on the edge of my bed when I get up and, and try to do my stretching. Some people are much more flexible, much more into doing it through yoga and different things of that nature, but stretching helps to build the flexibility, may reduce some of the pain as you get going and start to stretch out everything that's been, you know, not moving throughout the evening while you rested. So consider adding some spine stretches, maybe some lower back stretches. You know, you can do this by just rotating your trunk, you know, rotate back and forth a dozen times just to get that spine moving, to get everything limbered up before you get going. Number two, Heat therapy. Now, some people don't respond well to heat therapy. Others do. You know your body. You take out of these what's going to work best for you. And one way to reduce some of the pain and the stiffness is through, say, like a hot water bottle or a heating blanket. Any of those, you know, on the affected area can help to reduce some of the pain. It's best for most people if it's a dry heat, but some respond well to a moist heat. Again, you're going to know your body the best. The one thing with heat therapy is do not use it without consulting with your doctor. If you've got diabetes, DVT, which is deep vein thrombosis, vascular disease, an open wound, or you know dermatitis or any type of skin condition like that, then the heat therapy is only something you want to look at after you've talked with your doctor about it. Now on the flip side of heat therapy, number three is cold therapy. Some people respond well to cold. I don't. Cold seizes my body right up and is the worst thing. So for some, they might apply an ice pack, a cold gel pack, a bag of frozen vegetables, if that's what you have, to the painful joint to try and reduce the swelling. This might come into play more after you do some exercising. If you exercise, put that cold on, it may reduce inflammation. One thing is, again, don't apply the ice for more than 20 minutes at a time. And also, if you have circulation problems, consult your doctor first before using any type of cold therapy. Number four, acupuncture. Acupuncture is a, you know, a, a complementary therapy to other medicines that involves inserting thin needles into specific points in your skin. This is thought to activate your body's pain-relieving hormones. It's um, controversial in that some people say it works, some don't. So really, the best um, determinant of that is you. 
you try it. If it works for you, that's awesome. It's something I want to try. I'm hoping uh, this is going to be the year I try acupuncture to see if there's any type of pain relief in the neuropathy that I'm dealing with. I, I look forward to seeing how that goes. Number five, massage therapy. This is huge. One thing dealing with these lockdowns, and I'm in Michigan, so a lot of stuff is closed. I haven't been able to get a massage. I love the massage. I've gone in and booked the times before and told a, a person doing it, just please work on my spine and lower back. That's it because it feels so good. Massage can help you relax. It might also help you feel more flexible or loose so that you can exercise or stretch afterwards, but it can also cause pain if you have any tender points along your spine. I don't necessarily, when mine is done, if they massage like my shoulders or neck at all, that causes me long pain. So I, I try to tell them to stay away from that just to focus like from my shoulders down across my spine and really my hips and like the lower part of the spine where it meets the uh, hip bones. That's for me the best. So just be aware of that. Talk to your masseuse about what is affecting you to the good and the bad. Let him or her know so that they can do more of what helps you and less of what hurts you. And then, you know, give it a shot. Again, it's like acupuncture. Some people it helps, some it doesn't. Number six is movement. This is really an interesting one because we all know the more we sit, generally the worse we feel. And that's really whether you have AS or not, our bodies are built to move. The more movement you can get into your body in any given day, go for it. If at all possible, get a Fitbit or some type of step tracker, set a goal, and try and exceed it. My original goal was 2,500 steps. I found that I was hitting about 3,000 steps a day, so I bumped it and set my minimum goal at 3,000 steps a day. Some days I hit it, some I don't. Yesterday was crazy. I was all over the place, and I hit over 6,000 steps, so I was ecstatic about that. That's the first time I've hit that many in a long time. So, again, the more you sit, the stiffer you're likely to feel. Get up, move around, stretch regularly. If you have a desk job, you know, talk with your boss and let them know you need to get up and move around, whether it be every hour or you just need to be able to get up and physically move around. Number seven, and this ties right in with number six movement, is exercise. We've talked about this a lot. Any type of exercise is better than none. Look at the yoga for AS page on Facebook. Do yoga if you're afraid of anything high impact. Um, maybe Pilates if you have access to do that. Swimming, if you can swim, that's one of the better things that you can do because it takes the weight off of your bones and your hips and everything and allows you to get the breathing and the movements and the resistance. It ties it all together. Strength exercise, everybody's going to be different. You know, if you can use weights, that's great. I've mentioned before that with me, I do a lot of push-ups and try to do some walking. If you can't, just get up and get bags and put like big canned goods in them and, and start with those. If your goal is to get somewhere, figure out the little step-by-step-by-steps to get there and reach out for assistance. Reach out. There's some great videos on some of the Facebook ankylosing spondylitis forums that talk about exercise. There's a lot of help there for you. So just let anybody know, and I'm sure you'll find somebody that's willing to at least start to work with you and help. 
Number eight is one that I was not familiar with the term. It's called the Alexander Technique. And that's practicing good posture is critical with AS since it can affect our backs. And you really don't necessarily want to wear a back brace because that weakens the back. And you want to actually build the back up. So the Alexander Technique teaches you to be aware of your posture throughout the day. There is a website I'll have a link to on that. Feel free to review it with your doctor. See if it makes sense for you. Number nine, TENS therapy. That's the transcutaneous electrical nerve stimulation, TENS therapy. And that uses an electric current to manage your pain. You hook it up to you, and wherever you're having pain, you send that electric current through, and it addresses it that way. I've had a TENS machine before. It didn't help me a ton, but I know other people it helps immensely. So, again, it's one of these things where you don't have to use them all. Some work for me. Some didn't, but if you're going to get a TENS machine, talk with a physical therapist about the proper way to stimulate the nerves and the proper way to use it, and a physical therapist or your doctor, you know, get somebody's help in how to use that TENS therapy. Finally, number 10, this is so important for not only um, life in general, but for those of us with AS, is quit smoking. Smokers and they say, especially men, and I'm not sure where that came from, are at a greater risk for spine damage from AS than non-smokers. So quitting smoking not only helps you reduce AS damage, but also improves your overall health. It's not easy. I watched my dad, who developed esophageal cancer, most likely from smoking, get his esophagus removed, looked like a, you know, a mess out of surgery, and still couldn't quit smoking. I know that's one of the most difficult things. But there are a lot of smoke um, cessation programs. Many work programs offer smoke cessation programs. So there is support out there. Please reach out and get the help that you need. And then finally, you might look at some natural ways to improve sleep. We all know that if you get a good night's sleep, that can also help to alleviate some of the pain. The problem is getting that good night's sleep. The pain usually wakes me up in the middle of the night, keeps me tossing and turning, And I don't always get a restful sleep. I haven't had one now probably in three weeks. As I prep for moving, my brain just doesn't want to shut off. So your mattress should keep your spine straight when you lie on your side. You also, your mattress should allow your spine to have a curve, like the S-curve, when you lie on your back. So, you know, things to might consider. And again, everybody's going to be different if you ask 100 people for 100 theories on mattresses, you're going to get 300 mattress recommendations. But here's some just things you might keep in mind. Use a medium to firm mattress, uh, which can mold to the shape of your spine. Use only enough pillows to keep your head aligned, you know, with your neck aligned. Use heat therapy before bed to help reduce any of the long-term pain from sleeping. And then try not to sleep with a pillow between your legs. So those type of things are very, very good to try and consider because we all know what the traditional treatments are. The ibuprofen, the naproxen, the aspirin, the corticosteroids, the DMARDs, you know, using both the biologics as well as the more traditional, like the sulfazines and the methotrexates. So all of those are available and generally will work. But for many, you want to use those as a second line. I personally think you bring a biologic in and then use the natural treatments to alleviate any 
pain, but the biologic is going to unmask where the real pain is and help to combat some of it. But again, that's a personal decision that you have to make. So with that said, I thank everybody again for listening. It's just amazing. 105 countries that this show has been listened to in. That just blows my mind that we're pushing up on almost 50,000 downloads of the show. And I'd love to see it get to 100,000 this year. And the only way that's going to happen is I need your help. Go back, download the whole catalog, listen to all the past shows. And more importantly, if you know somebody with AS, axial spondyloarthritis, ankylosing spondylitis, non-radiographic, if you know somebody that's got this, or you have a family member that questions what you're doing, how you're feeling, doesn't understand, share the show with them. Send them a link to my website. Say, here, listen to this. This is what I'm going through. This is what I'm dealing with. Help them to understand so that they can help you when you need it. Because there's nothing worse. I grew up this way. There's nothing worse than having family that either doesn't believe you or doesn't understand. So there's such a plethora of information available now. If, if people are not listening to you because it's, oh, that's just so-and-so complaining again, let my voice be your voice. Share the show with them. Say, listen to this. This is how I feel. This is what, you know, what Jason's saying is what I'm dealing with. And let me help you to better get along, better be understood by your family. Again, thank you for listening. You don't know how much everybody means to me please feel free to drop me a message. And I would love it when you go out to the website. It's not on the um, mobile that I know of at this point. But if you go out to spondypodcast.com, down in the lower portion is a microphone. Click on that. Leave me a brief message. I'd love to hear from you. And with that, have a great week. And always, always make sure you're taking care of yourself so that you can be the best that you can be. We'll talk to you later. See ya.